Cross Choke, a TFL podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Anderson. Each week, I'm joined by the one and only Dakota Rytan. We have combined experience in MMA, music, ministry, and food. We hope we add value to your day. Now, enjoy the show. and he took the nails and he, he bore all those things for us. Three days later, up from the grave, he arose. Three days later, he rose as King of Kings and as the Lord of Lords. Good evening, y'all. <laughs> Good evening, y'all. Good yo, evening, yo, y'all. yo. Yo, yo, yo. 10.15 at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Feels go, like move a little closer to your mic, too. Get like kisses. Roger that. There you go. Is that better? Dakota, how you doing? Good, man. What about you? I kind of feel like I sounded like a movie guy. Dakota, how you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, I get no respect around here, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 8. Of Crosschoke, a TFL Ministries podcast. I am one of your hosts, Dakota, and I am joined by the wonderful Zach. Hey, that's me. But uh, Dakota, we have something very special for the Crosschoke community today. Yes, we do. We are joined by someone else as well. The Dark Knight himself. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing us back. I'm not going to explain what that means. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll let you do that if you'd like. It's a, it's a really es- esteemed, esteemed, respected nickname. It is. I like A-Train. A-Train? <laughs> DK's so, fine, though. DK. So I get this, this okay, Alex Sexton, if our community know, But I get this text from, from Alex one day. And, uh, you know, we have this thing. We, we, we've worked together um, at, at one of his businesses. And uh, I'd, I'd always be like, A-Train, A-Train, you know, just hype train, right? And so he sent me this video one day of his, of his little daughter, Emma, reading a book by Dr. Seuss. And, and it's one of those rhymes things. And she's reading it. She goes, A train, A train, A train. I will not eat them on A train. <laughs> I'm in the background going, yes, I'm all, pumped. I'm all getting pumped up. That's how Zach used to pump me up before work. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, Alex, well, thanks for joining us, brother. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. yeah, I listen to all your all your podcasts. I love working out at the gym because I'm a YouTube listener, and you guys have like this business card. It uh, uh, doesn't change; it's the same thing. So when people walk by, they know exactly what I'm listening to. So I'm, I'm on the if I'm on the treadmill and someone's on the treadmill next to me and they're looking at my phone, they know that I'm listening to Crossroads. Oh, cool, man. <laughs> well, thanks for being such a big supporter, uh, podcast sponsor as well. We'll talk about that more with with Next Generation and. Your, uh, your empire that is that is building slowly and surely. You know what's funny is uh, when you were on the podcast uh, and when it was the TFL Revolution, I would listen to you all the time. <laughs> so it's really funny hearing that. <laughs> kind of come full circle. Yeah, because right? back in the day, and, and two, if you're listening to this, uh, besides on YouTube, our, our archive of mm-hmm. old episodes are still there. I mean, from years ago. So you could kind of go back to when Alex was semi co-host right uh back at tfl revolution days so you know that our first episode your quiz time what is the first episode of tfl podcasting what's the title ufc 
200 or something. Okay. Brock Lesnar and Hillary Clinton <laughs> were, 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 our na- were our, like, topics of this show, right? And to this day, when I look at the status and, and data of Cross Choked, that episode gets, like, at least two listens a week. <laughs> it's still... Because I've, I've considered going back through and just deleting those. Sure. But, you know, they're our heritage. You know, they're, they're, some of them are just are rough. And, you know, our boy Jake picked it up when I was gone. Mm-hmm. So it... It lives on. You know, that one where you were gone and it was just me and Jake. <laughs> I had no idea what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, because he, he would just spit through, like, one of the UFC cards. And I'm like, and yep, <laughs> yeah. Wow. And he goes, who do you think is going to win that one, Dakota? I'm like, mm. who's bigger than <laughs> We used to have, we we used to do something called Spitfire. That was fun. I oh, can't remember yeah. What, do you remember what that was about? Would we just try to ask questions quickly to each other? Was that Spitfire? I think so. Like, uh, like. I think one question I remember was, and Dakota, you can answer this one. Uh, technology is it is it going to save the world oh, or, yeah. <laughs> or end the world? Both. <laughs> it's going to save it and then end it and then save it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to it's going to create its own enemy just to just to just to kill it. <laughs> That's right. Dakota has a lot of wisdom when it comes to apocalypse style <laughs> questions. <laughs> What was that question? The that, lightsaber. That we asked you? Yeah, it was a light. If you if you had the chance to have a lightsaber or solve world hunger, mm-hmm. which one would you do? Answer. Oh yeah. And I remember the answer. That's it right. Was, it was well to say, uh, cure hunger for just a day. Because I could, <laughs> I, could, I could do a lot of I could do a lot with the lightsaber. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm wearing hey. a Star Wars shirt right now, man. Oh, yeah. that's true. That's true. That's why I listen to you guys is because because both you guys are super intelligent and both you guys. No, are you? No, what you're no. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously, yeah. And I, it's in nice my own way, it's nice to have an intelligent conversation. That's true. <laughs> with my, I think Dakota and I, you know, it's usually just us. You know, we had a couple, couple yeah. of uh, uh, guests or whatever, but I think we do compliment each other quite a bit. You know, with with kind of his take on things, my take on things, and um, we actually have a segment that we haven't used yet, or a soundbite technically. Yeah, that uh, is fifty fifty. If I'm hoping to use it this season. I'm, I hope we use it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Well, okay. Here's this. Here it is. By the way, season two, I will join you guys on whatever episode or whatever Perfect. season. Anytime. I'm always a phone call away. <laughs> All right. Perfect. And, and we have software now to where you don't necessarily have to be here. No, I'll be here. Well, <laughs> just saying. We, 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 uh, that's a little announcement, a little plug there that we could be. Um, Curtis anyway, Hoppy, if you're listening. <laughs> no, I was going to say, that could be a big star coming on soon. Um, our boy, Kurt, Curtis Hoppy. I would love that. Well, let's open things up. All right, so first, uh, I just wanted to mention, in season one, uh, we talked about how we wanted to limit our episodes to about 45 minutes out of respect to uh, your time. We are completely scratching that, throwing that out of the corner. We don't respect you we at can all. We care less about your time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, here's the thing. Um, we just really want the conversations to flow. And if they if they take two hours, hopefully not. But if they do take two hours, then they're going to take two hours. Um, and it's it's important for us uh, to record actually good content and not just release an episode every week just to say that we do it, um, which is why we are actually doing podcasts now once every two weeks. Um, and we're, we're going to try not to take a break like we did uh, this year around Christmas time. But, you know, and that's part of why we want to just continue to have good content, put a lot more into every other week rather than 
you know, just kind of shotgunning yeah, an exactly. episode every week. And I, I enjoy that. Especially cons- because our lifestyles are so busy right now and so yeah. hectic. Yeah. Um, my <laughs> so, daughter keeps me so busy. Yeah, for sure. Plus, I'm, I'm balancing uh, ministry and mm-hmm. work, family, all yeah. this stuff. You have a lot of irons in the fire, and you do a great job. I really appreciate um, that. You know, that. this month has been super crazy, so I'm hoping February will be – or I'm sorry, March. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't even okay, know what so month let's catch we're in, up. <laughs> um, yeah, so with that, yeah, we just want to keep our content good and uh, rocking and rolling. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, number two is we just wanted to remind everybody to please leave us a review. Um, I've had a lot of good feedback, again, just personally. You know, people love the podcast kind of thing. Right. People tell us about that. Um, I don't know if they're <laughs> – I don't know how to take it sometimes. <laughs> I don't you know, know if they're actually listening. Yeah. Like, they're just like – you know, I don't know. I don't know. And, and I don't want to go around being like, hey, you listen to the podcast? Because then I feel like I'm shaming someone. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, whatever. Or – like bloating, stretching. Yeah, hey, did you listen to last week's cross joke episode? <laughs> I know you didn't because uh, I could see the stats. <laughs> um, but anyways, if if you are listening and a steady listener out there, please leave us a, a review on, on whatever podcast service you like. And also, you know, feel free to be engaged on tflministries.com forward slash podcast. And let us know where we mess up. Let us know what we could do better. Yeah. Let us know what you'd like to see cross joke turn into. Uh, because again, we want to make sure that this is listener driven as much as possible and not our agenda. But again, I don't think people mind that, no. <laughs> you know, that we kind of come with this idea. But again, if you want to be a part of it, let us know again. We love your feedback. Yeah. We'll give you a shout out on the podcast and everything. That's right. I'll get you tattooed on Dakota's face. We'll give you a, a cool animal nickname. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Or like duck-billed platypus. <laughs> Or like uh, a lion's a nar- fan. Did you know a narwhal is an actual animal? Dude, right? I just it, found that out like, a couple weeks like ago. It's like a unicorn whale, right? Yeah. I thought it was not a real animal. Okay, I keep thinking of the, the PS4 game called Starwall. You ever played that one? No. So you're basically you're, you're narwhals. And, you know, it's like a 4v4. I mean, not 4v4. Uh, one... It could be 1v1 if you have three players. It's, oh, okay. You know, that kind of thing. It's yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. a battle royale-ish thing, on, but local screen. And <laughs> whatever, okay. <laughs> Anyways, but you could, like, dress up your narwhal and stuff, but your whole idea is to skewer the other first, the other, the other star walls with your little unicorn horn, and I think you have, like, three lives or something. And it's why really are they fun. called star walls? I don't know. I think it's just a change. Do they have stars on their backs I don't know. Or something? Maybe your, your lives are... Maybe stars. you're a narwhal, but you're dressed up like a celebrity, like Donald Trump or something. Yeah, they have, like, skins you could buy. Maybe that's why there. it's called Starwall. Oh, maybe. I don't know. We should play it now. Anyways, maybe that's going to be Alex's new rolling name is <laughs> Narwhal, Starwall. Dang it. He just, I'm waiting for one. He just, he just has his head out there. And, <laughs> like, how many of these jujitsu classes do I have to go to before I get a jujitsu nickname? Oh, uh, well, you, you still don't have a jujitsu name? Well, well kind of. I got A-Train, and then I got Dark Knight. Oh, those are pretty good. Nipples. He's <laughs> <laughs> just don't roll no gi. <clears throat> well, no, he's fixed now. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I had surgery. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He's better now. Yeah, oh, due okay. to, <clears throat> this is no joke, due to all the estrogen in my house, uh, I had to get uh, oh. surgery. Dude, no. <laughs> I can, That's as far I, as I'll say. I mean, we were talking about that last time we were hanging out. Dude, you got 
female dogs mm-hmm. and your dog was having babies mm-hmm. and they're all female and your wife's pregnant with a girl Which and you have two my, girls my third girl and your wife's a female so I have cats that are sisters. seriously if you need to come over to my house sometime like cause hey, if you just want to arm wrestle <laughs> i try to bring extra like i go home i'm like all right bring testosterone to this house Lower your voice and i couple. walk in yeah and i walk hey, in ladies. And I let my beard grow out <laughs> tear my jacket off and you know, I'm just like ready to just like testosterone. But here's how cool Alex is, is because at that time when he walks in with that attitude, little Adley goes, Daddy, can we paint our nails? <laughs> you want me to take my shoes off? They're, my toenails are green. Except she calls you A-Train. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, call me A-Train from now on, please. <laughs> All right, with that, shall we uh, get into our, our main segment, Hit It Home? Yes. I'm ready. Alex Sexton. What's up, man? Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. Well, brother, um, so it, for those of you that don't know, um, Alex Sexton, longtime friend of mine. Um, we've known each other, man, I don't know, quite a while now. I don't know what Close that means. A, Ten years? a decade, yeah. At least, say. somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, so we've known each other there. Uh uh, you've been in MMA, you've had some fights, you've done boxing prior to that, um, a really good competitor there, you've known Christ for a while now, born in Butte, um, again, we kind of just talked about your family, born in Butte? Uh, reborn in Butte. Reborn, oh, how about that? <laughs> Where are you originally born? California. Oh, I knew that, I knew that, but you've been in Butte for quite a while now, yeah, though, yeah, right? Yeah. It's kind of home. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. 20, so, 25 years. Something like that. Okay, that's a chunk of time. I yeah. mean, and you're only 26, so <laughs> that's right. Um, but businessman, longtime friend, brother, um, I love you more than most people in the planet. Well, Feelings not, mutual. Not that I have like the scale of love. Oh, you do. No, I know where I'm at on the scale, Zach. You don't have to. You're share. right there, bro. Okay. No. Okay, I'll admit you're a little higher, but. No. <laughs> Yeah, what are you like six one? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little. I'm literally a little bit taller. Six one, one eighty. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Holy cow! What am I, Isaac Miller? Man, <laughs> that's what he is. Shout he's, out! He's six three and one hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah, last time he was in church, he made me feel uncomfortable. I made him go away. <laughs> no, no, because I'm looking up at him now. I'm like, oh boy. I know. It's weird because most people aren't taller than me, right? Unless you're in a the Lopez Alvarez wedding. <laughs> Where that half a, of the groomsmen are taller than We were you. in this wedding, our friend Luis, and, you know, just the sea of men. You would have loved it. Just big. <laughs> big guys were all the, all the groomsmen, you know, and I mean, we're all, like, over six foot. And so, I mean, that was kind of fun. But, yeah, I, he's still a teenager, too, so it's like, mm-hmm. right? I wait till he's 25, 30. So <laughs> 35. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Alex, why don't you kind of tell us maybe a little bit about yourself uh, what are some kind of your aspirations in life? Just maybe give us a little, little one-two about yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I uh, like Zach says. I <clears throat> I'm my best when I am uh, uh, working for myself. You know, the best version of me. You know, when I'm working for others, I just I just I don't know. I just kind of uh, don't like that. So yeah, I try to I try to um, uh, focus on business. Uh, my goal is to be, you know, financially free. It's not necessarily, you know, about money. It's not money about money at all. But 
I know that if I can if I can be financially free and just have you know abundance, I know I'm I could help more more people that way, you know, rather than just <clears throat> being in this rat race, you know, where you just work to to pay bills and then you know so. I, I shoot I shoot really big I, I'm more of an introvert uh, I get more stimulation in my head hanging out by myself so you guys never see me no, <laughs> but, what's, um, what's interesting about Alex though is he always says he's an introvert but he is one of the best customer service people on the planet and you know I get a lot of people that tell me that like like hey you need to you, you're so good with working with a lot of people and uh, uh, I don't maybe it's the I don't want to say this, but maybe it's the, you know, my mom was a carny and my dad was a carny. <laughs> <laughs> I've got 13 brothers and sisters. You got you the know. showman in you. So I'd say that's the, the showman. But no, I, you know, deep down inside, I'm just, I just like quiet and relax. And, and you know, a lot of people kind of give me the, um, you know, something I need to work on. But yeah, I, you know, I got three kids, three daughters. Well, two and then one in the oven. So, uh. You and know, how old are they? Uh, seven and three, and then Jamie's uh, due date is April seventeenth. So, so yeah, awesome. <laughs> you could almost like predict my life, you know, with 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 all these women. You know, I'm that guy that's like, oh yeah, there's that guy that hasn't talked in five years. <laughs> <laughs> he, he came outside to get the paper. <laughs> I'm glad you do an activity like fighting. No, that's like a great way to express all of that, like bottled up. Yeah, I can't explain how I feel, you know, for sure. when I, uh, you know, when I started the, this business venture, I had one kid and uh, one daughter. And my goal was to invest in assets and stay away from liabilities. Mm -hmm. And now I have three liabilities, <laughs> you know, <laughs> very big liabilities. So, uh you know, it's just gotta, just gotta keep moving forward. But yeah, cool. that's a little little rundown about okay. me. So you kind of mentioned that one of your maybe compelling factors to start your own business was the fact that you kind of don't like to work under others. That kind of idea is that is that kind of correct? Maybe one of the motivations to kind of be an entrepreneur style uh, businessman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's many many things that um, that keep me in the self employed uh, quadrant. Uh, Maybe explain that a little bit, because you, you and I have talked about that, kind of these, these four spheres which you could find yourself mm -hmm. financially or mm -hmm. business-wise or work-wise. Mm -hmm. So kind of maybe kind of talk us through that because you, you refer to that a lot. and I love love how that sounds. OK, but if I get going, just shut me off okay. because this is this is one thing I could talk about for days. But yeah, you know, there's four ways to make money. There's E, an employee. There's S, a small business or self-employed. There's B, a big business. And then there's the I, the investor. And, um, <clears throat> you know, you could always be an employee. You could always you could always be an employee. So. Why not save that for, you know, the end or for when you absolutely need to? I'd much rather just um, work for myself. And then that way, um, you know, money's different. Money's different when you earn it yourself rather than earning it as an employee. Because as an employee, you know, the f you earn your money, then you get taxed on your money, and then you get to spend your money. So everything you're spending is post-tax dollars. Whereas if I earn my money through a small business, I get to earn my money, then spend it, and then get taxed on what's, whatever's left over. Mm. Um, 
<clears throat> and that alone just saves you tremendously in taxes, you know, rather than having Uncle Sam as your business partner, you can, you know, you could use that money, you know, to sure. build your business. Sure. So. so what quadrants are you in currently? Uh, the, the left side is, okay. is, so if you were to cut it, you know, if you, if anybody who listens to Robert Kiyosaki or knows the cash flow quadrant, uh, I'm on the, the E and the S side, which okay. is the side that I, that I don't want to be on, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is the employee and the small business side. Uh, and I'd like to get to the, to the investor in big business. Which Are you investing at all right now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you're a little bit in that quadrant. Um, uh, uh Kind, kind of, but no, I mean, I want to be recognized through, you know, the government want to recognize me as, as, as a full-time investor. investor. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd be recognized as an employee and small business owner. Uh, but, uh, you know, my, my, my main plan is businesses and real estate. So that's where you, absolutely. Those are the two, Amen to those that. are the two secrets. This quadrant thing. I'm sure there's a lot of things you've picked up over the years as a business owner. Um, what's something that you've learned that you wish you knew at the beginning before it all started? Uh, two things jumped to my mind, compounding and, and your choices. Okay. So compounding is just, you know, what I, what I mean by compounding, you'd find compounding in, in, in banks and through investments. But what I mean is, you know, compound, if, if you, if you wake up, early in the morning to, to do something good, maybe before everybody else, maybe it's read a, read a good book or, or get an exercise in and nobody else is doing it. Mm -hmm. Then you get that small little, that small little, uh, that small little bump, okay. that, that, that push. And <clears throat> one thing you got to always realize is the compound is always, you're never, you're never just staying, uh, uh, in the middle. You're okay. either going down you're going up there's comp the compound effect is always either working for you or working against you mm. so it doesn't need to be big big things you know but you know if you for example if you decide to smoke cigarettes and drink soda pop you know mm. it's not it's not a big deal but over time it's going to be a big deal that, that's Where, my fight diet <laughs> yeah right <laughs> diet coke and cigarettes right yeah you know whereas if you were to read a good book you know, for the sure. first 15 minutes, you know, that you wake up and go for a, a 20 minute jog every morning, you know, you got, you got <clears throat> two beautiful, wonderful habits out of the way. Sure. You know, and, and by the time you're done, it's like 630 in the morning. You know what I mean? Right. Most people are still asleep by then. Yeah. You know. Is so, that a mindset you have to commit to every day? No, my body just naturally does it. I, I. Have you built into that, or have you, would you say that's kind of been as long as you could remember? No, uh, I used to sleep till like noon, mm. till noon. You know, I before kids, mm. you know, you just you just sleep till noon, yeah, and you yeah. wake up and you do nothing, and then and then once you have your first kid, I mean, it's watch mm. out, man. Like sure. it's gonna you start doing things like oh maybe I should stop doing this because <laughs> right? it's gonna affect my family. Absolutely. Or, or maybe I should start doing this because it's gonna affect my family. So would you say that kind of starts in that second realm of choices? Oh, yeah. You talk about compounding and then choices that we make. Yeah. So so the choices that you make end up making you. Right. So so, uh, you know, the goal is to you can your brain is so powerful, man. 
people don't need to, uh, to, to, to go with what the school has taught them and be like, oh, okay, well, that's, that's that. I know this is what the school has taught me now. You can teach your brain to do absolutely anything. Mm. And, um, uh, uh, you know, when you, when you have that ability to hack your brain, so much life just, life just opens mm. up. It's not just a, a, a tunnel vision of, mm. okay, I'm going to go to school and get a good job and, and go through that routine. Mm. You know, so many more opportunities open up. You could um, even <clears throat> even negative things. It's like, oh, I fail. I love to fail. There you go. You know what I mean? Like Gary V right there. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You know, any 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 successful person. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have to be okay with failure. In fact, in fact, you know, when people come up and they're like, "Hey, man, I I took your advice. My friend started a cell phone repair where you oh. fix the screens. Hey, man, I took your advice. Uh, what do I do now?" Go out there and fail. <laughs> fail yeah, as yeah. much as you can, you know. And then they're like, my goal is to fail. And then they start doing things that they never would do. Uh, you know what I mean? Risks. Yeah. He's like, yeah. hey, man, I, I went out and I tried to fail. So I, you know, I went out and did this. And I, yeah. I went to all these businesses and they let me put my, I was so scared, but I just was wanting to fail. So I, so now he's got all his business, his cards and like Verizon, the Verizon stores. And he's no just busy. So like. All this failure that that he was chasing is now, you know. Do you think that's a key factor in why a lot of people like their businesses fail or they stop and give up on their dreams? <clears throat> What's that? The, is being like afraid the fear of failure? Yeah, not having your brain hacked, and right? and and being afraid to fail and, and take risks. Well, yeah, because you know in school they taught you. They taught you the things that you didn't want. If you failed, you know you're you're a loser. Mm. You know uh, they don't want you to cheat. <laughs> no cheat. Believe me. no. no. Well, <laughs> hold on. This can be taken out of context. You know what I mean? If I see Zach and Dakota over here, and you guys are just like killing it. Mm -hmm. Okay, what are you guys? I'm gonna cheat off you guys. What are yeah. you guys doing? Right. I want to. You know, and I'm. Right. I start. I start. I run that through my Alex filter, right. and I get <laughs> yeah. what I get, you know. Mm. Uh, kind of more a copy-paste and then edit. Oh, yeah. Cheat, bro. <laughs> cheat, man. Cheat. Or just cheat. Cheat and fail. <laughs> so, Alex, one other question. In the business realm, in the kind of this, that, that sphere of your life, can you recall any moments where you did fail but were better for it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> year Every number day. one. No. <laughs> year number one. I just failed so hard, man. And what what was the what was the business and what kind of when was this? Well, I started as you know auto detailing. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what started me into. And I started in the winter time. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, January first gets here, and I'm gonna start uh, this new. And I started detailing January first. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you know nobody was, <clears throat> nobody was getting in. So uh, coming in, so I just like, I was like any car, any size, any condition. Wow. Hundred hundred thirty five dollars. Man, um, I wish I knew about that deal. Yeah, yeah. Believe me, other people found it. <laughs> yeah. And I was working. I was working my normal job and trying to start the business. Oh wow. So it was like, go to work for eight hours, then go detail a car, which takes about you know seven, six, seven hours. Uh, and then like go live my life wow and uh and then at the end of the year it's like 
okay, minus rent, minus power. Here's everything that I made. Uh, okay, so I worked 17 hours a day for, uh, no kidding, I worked seven days a week, no less than 14 hours a day for seven days a week from January till April. And that, and then it got busy, you know, because the summertime. Yeah, spring came yeah. around, yeah. And, uh, and then that year, <clears throat> I made five grand. In my business, after everything was hey, taken out. you still hey, profited, hey. right? <laughs> was it worth it? <laughs> what did it cost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was definitely worth it. But yeah, that's one of those things. I mean, that was a, a trial by fire kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we, we talked about that in, uh, in our kids' classes at Imperial BJJ, our kids and youth classes. You know, we have a word of the week. And I believe it was last week. Last week, our, our word of the week was failure. Wow. And what I wanted to share with the kids and the youth in our youth and kid program was that we can't let the fear of failure hold us back from trying, you know, because so much we're so scared of failing. Mm-hmm. You know, what if I lose money? What if I, you know, put myself out there and it's slow, you know, or whatever with mm-hmm. a business thing or even, you know, in the martial arts world, you know, what if I try this new move or this new submission and just completely blow it? You know, that fear alone can can cripple us, you know, and especially in our Christian faith, you know, we get, we get so content in complacent, you know, in our little safe space that we are, are content there and don't take steps of faith because we're afraid we'll fail. And so whatever sphere it is, Mm -hmm. we cannot let the fear of failure hold us back. Right. Now, mark my words, I've done a ton of, of reading on this and, and, you know, listening to books, reading books. Trust me, trust me when I tell you not to be afraid of failure. Do not be, embrace it. Go for it. Try to fail. Yeah. You know, and I, I promise. I love how you worded that. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot, trust me when I say this, man. Do not be afraid of failure. So speaking of failure. Yeah. <laughs> Have, okay. Have you failed in fighting realm? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, do you, give me a good story about, about a good failure in fighting. <clears throat> well, um, I don't want to talk about the time I got I got knocked out, man. I got knocked. <laughs> I out. almost think I shared this on one of our earlier episodes of Cross Show. Oh, really? I don't remember. Want me to tell the story? <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> was it about it was a- malnourishment? No, no, he was nourished fine. <laughs> yeah, no, he it was, was probably the. It was probably the best I've ever tried. Oh, he was hard. he was ready to rock and roll. Oh, you already know what story he's going to Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is a, this is one of the worst fights I've seen. Almost. Um, ever? Big person. I mean, pretty close. Wow. So, okay, it's not like Alex got absolutely <laughs> throttled. Okay, he was doing good. Okay, I, I, we, 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 it was a couple rounds in. I was cornering. Yeah, yeah, I, second it, round. It was, yeah, it was second round. I think it was my dad and, and mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. corner, okay. Um, so we were over in Bozeman, I believe, and so we were there. Everything was going fine. He was almost, like, ready to go. And then his wife called and said, hey, I just got in a wreck out front. Oh, So T-boned. right there, you know, that already sets a weird tone. Yeah. And at that time, too, there was, like, this girl I was seeing that was just floating around and in the way, too. And that was just annoying. So she wasn't helping. <laughs> so there was these, these things were compounding. And so, anyways, Jamie was fine. She came in, all that stuff. And so... The guy that he was fighting, who will not be named, is kind of a jerk. 
anyways, so he's just kind of one of those guys. So here, anyways, we're in the fight, rock and roll, and the guy keeps kind of taking Alex down, and he's working. I mean, Alex is in there. I mean, he's fighting completely the whole time. Sure. And so Alex is on his back, and he rests his head against the mat, and out of nowhere, this guy has this loopy punch and just rocks Alex's Whoa. head. I mean, square in the face. Against and, the mat. And right, I mean, just, it was... 100% of that punch went into Alex's brain. Oh, my god! <laughs> and his nose was shattered. So I was holding on to the cage fence, you know, you know, shouting things, you know, let's work, let's do this, let's do this. And I felt it into, like, my elbow. Like, I mean, it, it was a hard hit. And so then the guy continues to just throw. Oh. Just bombs. It's on video. Even the audience I don't want to watch it. It's horrible. Even the audience are, like, covering their eyes. And, and, and your wife was there watching? Yeah. <laughs> so, but the ref was horrible. I don't know if he was what. I mean, like, whoa, somebody should stop this fight kind of thing. <laughs> so then, you know, it was it was it was bad. Like it was wow. like a hard hits, and Alex was messed up. So I'm we rush. You know, they stop the fight. I rush in there, open the cage door. Alex is on his feet, just delirious as I've ever seen. Wow. Still kind of wanting to fight, not knowing what happened. <laughs> Mm. And asking for Kleenex. <laughs> I just remember him. Your nose he wanted was to blow bleeding. your nose. <clears throat> he, well, he knew something was wrong. Yeah. And he needed Kleenex. I asked, did I win? <laughs> so no. Then after the fight, so they they like somehow get him out of the cage, and my On dad's a stretcher be, because <laughs> the the punches uh, he got seven in. They were. I mean, it was like after, seven. So he one, two, and then three. I was out. Because it was one, he I was, was dazed, cold. two, boom, three, he was gone. And then four, five, six, Why and did the seven. ref allow yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. It, it was a, it was, I was furious. <laughs> I'm glad you're still here to Yeah, he's still alive. <laughs> so if you ever wondered why Alex has that weird little tick to his face. <laughs> so <laughs> then, but anyways, nose. after the fight, he goes into some closet with, with the doctor. I don't know what, I, then I couldn't find you. I don't know what I was doing. I think I was getting your clothes and helping them get the blood off the mat for some reason. I, why I should have just went with you. But then, then he, I hear him going, where's Zach? Where's Zach? And then he's like, did I win? What happened? <laughs> so that was one of those failure moments wow. on a yeah. big scale. So let me ask you this. And this is a question actually from Brian Miller mm-hmm. on Facebook. He asked, uh, you know, when life gets you down in those big moments, what do you do personally to get back up on your feet? Yeah, I, I, uh, so it all depends on on how I'm da- like what got me down because believe me I I can get down yeah you know? <laughs> yeah yeah um, uh, I, I kind of always I kind of always go back to three things uh, but but yeah I can I can get I can get pretty low sometimes mm-hmm. just because I do it to myself uh, I, I think about I think about the weirdest things and um, most of the time they never happen, but I'm always, I'm always thinking like worst case scenario, oh, okay. yeah. worst case scenario. Um, you know, and like I said, like once you start having children, you know, you know how your brain is like, yep. I need to survive. That's what your brain like functions on is survival. Well, then you have, start having children and you're like, I need to, I can't make any mistakes. Like, you know, and, and then you start thinking, okay, what if this doesn't happen? What if this goes down? What if this happens? Uh, and, and, um, when that, when I get really depressed, what gets me back up is I just eat. 
No, 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 I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was like, I wasn't expecting that. No. Uh, <laughs> you ever seen his fridge? <laughs> uh, no, I usually, I usually turn back to three things, um, and that's uh, health, wealth, and relationship. Okay. So it's like, okay, why am I depressed? Okay, usually you could just wrap it up in these three things. How's my health? You know, and usually when I'm super down, what I'll do is I'll go work out, and I'll think as I'm working out, I'll think, okay, what can I do to get back on track? How can I, okay, why am I down in the first place? You know, and then I'll think about my, my wealth. Okay, you know, I know that I need to, <clears throat> I always like to live poor. You know, I don't, I don't want to drive fancy cars. And, yeah. You know, I, I literally got like three pairs of pants and like two of them have <laughs> holes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, uh, but, <clears throat> you know, health, wealth, and then how's my relationships, you know? my relationship with my wife good is my relationship with my kids good is my relationship with god good you know and you know i just focus on those three things health wealth and relation relationship That's and good. a lot of times i go back and i'm like okay quit being a crybaby you know <laughs> your you know quit feeling sorry for yourself sure. your health is fine your wealth is fine your relationships are fine you know get back there and just get after it so um, okay, follow-up question. Do you have that tattooed on your body anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> of all my tattoos, I, I, I do wish I had my money. Tattoos are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Zach and I are getting matching cross-choke tattoos That'd on our cool. backs. <laughs> oh, like like 16 inches in diameter. Oh, yeah. huge, huge cross-choke <laughs> tattoos. Um, uh, you know, another thing is, too, is, is if I'm living – on the outside, how I'm not feeling on the inside, mm-hmm. mm. you know, that's a big one. Like, uh, <clears throat> like, you know, this winter it wasn't snowing, mm. you know, and I own a, you know, snowplow, snowplow s- removal. Yeah, yeah. Business. And it wasn't snowing. And I'm just like thinking, and I just got, re- I stopped working out. I'm like, okay, you need to make money, bro. You got, you got, you know what I mean. You need to, you need to figure out how to, you know. If imagine if your wife wasn't working, you'd be really screwed, uh-huh. you know. But my wife's got a career and everything, and yeah. she finds. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking in my. You start head, to you know, play those mm-hmm. thoughts, yeah. But in my head, <clears throat> you know, I loved. I'm, a, I'm not afraid to work. I'll work. I'll work at McDonald's, dude. I don't care, like. I'll pick gum. I did work at McDonald's. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, you know, nothing against those who work. But but I just love to work. And when I'm not working is when I get, yeah. like, my, my end of my head. And, okay. okay, you're not living on the outside how you do on the inside, mm. you know. And that's that's when it comes important, too. You know, you turn to your relationships. Like, okay, the Bible tells us to give our worries to God. Mm. So what are you stressing out for, you know? What are you – and then once – if your faith is big enough to do that, then, you know, if your faith is big enough to, to trust God, yeah, uh, then that that like the moment you say that, you just you're just like, mm. your shoulders right? go down mm. and you're like, okay, all right, you're good, yeah, that's good stuff. Switching yeah. gears, well, not necessarily, but kind of. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, what was your first fight, and also why? Uh, my first fight was with David Stropes in Anaconda. Okay. Do you remember that one? I do. And where uh, you had your, your signature GNC shorts? Yes. Was that yes, that one? Yes. 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 He had and like we these fought just tight, 
I mean, just. <laughs> I mean, you could just see his, his some his Ken glutes. Shamrock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ken Shamrock stuff. Remember that guy on uh, on Ultimate Fighter? <laughs> he had the tiniest shorts possible, but like a double XL cup. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that I wasn't mean, me. You're not gonna say that. <laughs> but just some. <laughs> Don't visualize. <laughs> Never mind. I, yeah, it's but, too late for okay. That. So, what about what year was that? You know, let's see. I'd say probably six years ago. <laughs> it looks like 2014. I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sure. for some reason, I thought you uh, have been a fighter like almost your whole life. I I boxed uh, before I did MMA. Um, I always thought like, oh yeah, that's you know we can, I can do this. You know I can, and then like. You, you, you go up against someone like Zach and you just get like your butt handed to you. <laughs> and it was like eight seconds went by. <laughs> and you're like, okay, okay, all right. And then, <laughs> then yeah. you just want to beat him. And you're like, I'm going oh, to beat him this time. <laughs> you're like, there's no, nothing that can hold me down. And then like he beats you in four seconds. <laughs> uh, oh, we've, we've had some good training time together. Oh yes. Okay, so about 2014 was when you stepped in into the cage, mm-hmm. you know, out of the out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a couple boxing fights in between, did you? If I recall correctly, did you take any boxing fights and MMA fights kind of intermingled? Um, no, I think once I started in MMA, I just focused was it purely on MMA. MMA? I okay. think so, yeah. Okay, and now what was kind of your motivation to to get involved in in MMA specifically? Just the just the cool factor, mm. just like. I remember talking with all my friends, like, how cool would it be if we we did that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then once you're in there, like, like <laughs> nothing, like, <laughs> you're almost like, okay, nothing. Yeah. yeah. How did I get here? And then you hear the bell ding, and you're like, okay. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. You know, we, we idolize MMA fighters. We'll use as a, as a prime example of what it means to be a man. Sure. You know, this idea of... I think about that every day. <laughs> <laughs> what a man. But, you know, this I, this idolization and, and then... What, what is it called? Projection? Or where you kind of vicariously imagine yourself as that person. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. You know. Visual, uh, visualization. Visualize, yeah. visualization. You know, that kind of idea. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, you're one of the few to be like, I'm going to do that. Yeah. You know, which is pretty cool. Again, that you even back then, I think it's safe to say you that you had, you didn't let the fear of failure hold you back even then. You know, back in the day. Well, it's super cool because like you go to these fight events and like all these fighters, they're just you know they're just like they're like in. Even if you lose, they're still like, you got in there, man. You did a mm-hmm. good. You know, they're not there to. No. There, there's a lot of humble fighters out there. There's more than you think, yeah. and that's and a lot of the reason why I dog on old UFC these days is because they've made it such a WWE kind of thing, you know, where mm-hmm. it's this Conor McGregor mm-hmm. pushing this Reebok. I love it. Oh. I know you hate it, but that's because you're a fighter. Yeah. It's just like a person who likes to just watch. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and see, that's yeah. where they're making their money is this entertainment mm-hmm. value. Yeah. But again, it kind of, it, it, it uh, the purity of martial arts competition has been taken out of it. And the guys that are there who are martial artists versus fighters, you know, the martial art guy, who's the humble guy who could still kill you kind of idea. Mm-hmm. You know, they, he doesn't he doesn't make much waves, therefore doesn't make much money for the company, and therefore doesn't yeah. get the fights he deserves. Right. You know, like it you gotta, drives me nuts. <clears throat> you got to have some drama in your – like not yeah. just a 
not just like a heart of like strength and pride and like a fighter heart, mm-hmm. but you also got to be like dramatic, like yeah. Conor McGregor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like, say if uh, Alex and I are fighting, I got to, I got to hate the crap out of Alex to sell right? the fight for yeah. me to get noticed. Yeah. You, you got to get about two centimeters from his face for every photo shoot. Too. That's right. You know, like, I, I love stare downs though. I love stare downs. You know, you face your partner. I want to see someone. I want to see someone go like this right next to a stare down. It's happened. <laughs> it's happened. I forget who it was. I've seen it before. He like kissed him on the face. Please <laughs> let me know when you remember, so I can watch that video. I'll find it. I'll find Is it. Is that when he when he punches him too? Yeah, he like then he puts his hand on his face. I think <sighs> he kisses him and he puts his hands off, shoves him away, and then you know it just it goes down. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> First thing you think of when you kiss your opponent. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I guess the, the question is why? Fight? Yeah. Well, I don't fight anymore. Well, why uh, don't you fight anymore, too? Follow-up <coughs> question. So, you talk about failure. Um, so, so you know, another, another time that I failed. I won't mention his name, but it was right here in my hometown. And I'm like, I'm fighting him? I'm not even going to train. You know, oh, I wow. had two kids at the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to stay home and hang out with my kids. And then I fight them and lose oh. in my hometown. And it's like, <laughs> that was a big failure. <laughs> what did we learn from that one, Alex? Yeah, you don't train, you don't win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, And why don't we learn that before? Right. You know, why can't we just take somebody else's advice, learn from them? You know, how, how often have you actually learned from somebody else's mistakes? That's the way to do it. You know, but I mean, how often do we actually do that? Having a, a mentor, like no matter what path you choose, you know, I, I, I want to choose business and real estate. So I, why should I, you know, because like the greatest thing you can learn is a failure. Mm-hmm. But how awesome would it be if you can get that learning experience through someone else's failure? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you develop mentors and you, you, you tr- start trusting, okay, I'm, I got three or four mentors that I'm just going to mm-hmm. follow and look up to and do what they do and. And I love how you're saying that you're going to look up to, that you're going to follow, because so often we think those people somehow find us, sure, you know, and take us under their wing, right? You know, but it's like I have to, you know, it goes back to to to, to have a friend, you got to be a friend, you know, to have a mentor, you got to be a mentoree, you know, you got to actively do something, seek them out, you know, yeah, like it's super important. If you don't have any, ask people, yep, you know. So I can confidently say that my life was a major failure failure before Jesus. Um, when is the turning point for you, Alex? When did you come to know Christ? Dude, <clears throat> only Christians will understand this because you got to have an understanding of what the Holy Spirit can do. And as clear as day as I'm talking to you, I heard right here, boom, right in my heart, man. Yeah. I remember the exact prayer. I remember where I was. I remember why I was going through it. You know, I was the type of guy that's like, I need to stock up on guns and ammunition because this world is going to, you know, yeah. It's the, the, the I still am that guy. You no, know, it's good to be. It's good, <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you know whatever, just in case you need to, um, uh, you know, go out and get a deer. Say you're hungry, you know, sure. what I mean? go out and get a deer and whatever. <laughs> you know, so it's good to have ammo and guns just in case. But I. <clears throat> It's actually how I met Zach and started training MMA. Uh, I was going through this this point in my life where where I I hated myself mm. and and I was like I was raised you know in church somewhat and I knew that okay 
you know, if you accept God, then, then you'll go to heaven. But I was okay with going to hell. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I remember I started training and, and before I even started training, I was like, I was like, come on, God, do something with me, do something with me. You wow. Know? And <clears throat> I'm not even kidding. As I was in this thought process, it's like the law of attraction, right? Do you believe in the law of attraction? Right. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I started, I, you know, I wanted this to happen and then, so I, I started training and, and, uh, I met Zach and, you know, we would just beat each other up for three hours. <laughs> and then at the end of it, he was like, Hey man, you mind if we pray real quick? You know, and I was like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 let's cool. do this, you know. And I was like, first to jump on board. And we started praying, and, and Zach and I, you know, were starting, like, building Fight Life. You know, mm-hmm. I remember when Fight Life started. And um, then he invited me to church. Ironically, it was the same church I went to as a, when I was a, a kid. Really? Yeah, yeah, ironically. Uh, and there's the pastor that was talking. Uh, it was actually Lou. Mm. Uh, you know, he was like, I talked to God. And as soon as he said, you know, him and God were, were, God talked to him, I just like my brain shut off and I was like, that's it. That's it. If I, if God, you talk to me, then I, I can get through this whole belief system, you know, and start, start moving forward. And it was boom. That was on Sunday. I was praying, God, why can everybody hear you except me? Let me hear you. Let me hear you. And that week I was going to work and I was turning left right on that Amherst. And I was praying, I said, uh, you know, God, uh, why can't I hear you? And as clear as day, bro, as clear as day, <laughs> right? You know, the Holy Spirit said, you certainly could hear the devil real well. <laughs> whoa. Yeah, dude. And I was like, whoa. You know? <laughs> and it, it was true, you know, like fin- my fin- finishing my, and that was all that, that I, that I uh, uh, heard. And on my, way, on my way to work, it was absolutely true. It's like, okay, yeah. I used, you know, yeah, put this in your pocket. You'll save 20 bucks, sure. you know, stealing some. Or, hey, look at those girls over there looking at you, even though I'm married. You sure. know what I mean? Or, or hey, you know, swear or, or do bad things or whatever. Yeah, dude, I heard the devil every day. Yeah. You know, and then, and then that hit hard, dude. Oh. And then that exact same week, I went to buy an AR-15. Maybe I was even like the next day, dude. It was the exact same week. And this guy that was working at Bob Ward's, uh, Howard, uh, I was waiting in line. Everybody was, you know, buying guns and doing whatever and talking the lingo. Oh, can this shoot a quarter at 300 yards? Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't know nothing, you know. And I walk up and I said, said, howdy, I got 800 bucks. I'm here to buy a rifle for, uh, you know, when, not if things hit the fan, but when when it happens. And he's like, Put his hand on the table, looked at me right in the eyes, and said, "A gun's not going to save you, but God will." I was like, "Holy dude, cow. yeah!" I was like, and I started to cry. <laughs> in the Crying's middle healthy, of this, by the way, yeah, of this yeah, hunting store. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Crying's healthy, by the way. I'm not gonna. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's crazy. Yeah, and I was like, uh, it was, yeah, dude, and it, it, and I, I like called Zach. He was like, yeah, the I, me- middle. I remember this conversation. It was like the middle of like one of the biggest UFC fights. You know <laughs> what I mean? And, and he answers his phone and talks to me for 40 minutes, like during yes. this big old Uf- UFC fight, and, you know, we were just sitting. And then, you know, after that, you know, I just was, I was so committed, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Roger that. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> I, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's been other times too, you know, that, you know, that just, you just, you, if, you know, you have faith, 
if you don't have faith, don't even bother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you have faith and you and you believe and you know, then then mm-hmm. expect it. You know, I can attest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can yeah. attest to how paranoid Alex used to be. So it was not a healthy no. fear. No, no, no. It was he. He was. I mean. Constantly, all the time, saying, "Hey, man, are you are you ready? Are you? I mean, it's happening. Yeah, wow. like mm-hmm. I have this much cash in my house. I have this much canned food. If it goes down, here's where I'm going. <laughs> you wow. know, this are this is where my guns are. Yeah, <laughs> you like, know, Zach, like, you're crazy for not doing this. Did yeah, you that, watch 2012 a little too many times? <laughs> there was about 2012 when it, I, I'm not too sure what 2012 is, but yeah, that was about the, it's the end of the when world I was going movie. nuts. <laughs> but but it was it, it's amazing to see as we, as we have grown together, and I mean. It's. I'm so encouraged that we're sitting around this table, talking about what God has done in our Mm -hmm. lives. That we're all serving Him today, and it's just we. I mean, we've done nothing to earn it, you know, nothing but say, "All right, God, here I am." Yeah. You know, so what would be maybe something? And you can answer this too, Dakota. Is is what would you tell someone who's skeptic about Jesus? You, You, if you have an answer, you can go ahead, Alex. This is, so all my friends, all of them are skeptic about Jesus. Not all of them, because you guys, of course, but sure. But like, I mean, Dakota. Like the other day, man, I was just thinking, I was like, what, wh- why, like, what are you doing? You know, because you are who you hang around, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've built, I've built that bridge to, to, um, to be comfortable enough to talk about God to, yeah. to, to these friends. Uh, but to these skeptic friends, man, like, I don't even know. Like, I guess, I guess, uh, just live, live your life and just let God, you know, pray that they pray for them, you know, mm-hmm. that God will open their hearts. And I just, I just, I just trust that, that God will do his thing through me. Mm-hmm. I like know? that. Yeah. yeah. Here's, and here's another thing too. Um, one thing I've learned is if you are skeptical about Christianity, if you're skeptical about God, try to prove him wrong. Try to put something in front of God that that you think he can't handle. And uh, don't make it unhealthy. <laughs> Obviously, I don't live my life trying to prove God wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can confidently say every time I've tried to do that, I've been unsuccessful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And talk about fail. Uh, learning from failure, that is a great way to fail. When you put when you put a situation in front of God and you just put a little bit of faith in it and you see that that situation blossom into something amazing, um, instead of instead of just like failing and and not growing from that, mm. yeah, that's how that's how you can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and key word is faith. Yeah, faith, absolutely. Faith. And 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 don't be afraid to bring something big. I'll tell you guys a crazy story. Um, you guys heard about that um, that kid that got injured here in Butte. He's just a six year old kid. He was playing at school. Yeah. And oh, he, right. he was like life flighted and and he fell. He yeah, fell or something, right? Yeah, yeah. And like like wasn't supposed to make it. Mm. Um, so Jamie, my wife and I started praying for him. And I'm not even kidding, dude. It's like like three weeks later. It's like little boy making full recovery. Mm-hmm. This, and this kid was like his brain was swelling to where like he wasn't going to make it. Right. And now they're, t- it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And and really, I think to to kind of summarize in a way, Dakota is like to give God a chance, you know, to let it, just try it, 
try God. <laughs> you know, try me. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's what I say too. Is mm-hmm. like, it's like, do it. Mm-hmm. Do I dare you? And and two, a, a couple of things that I always hang my hat on, so to speak, with with skeptics and and trying to share Christ with them, is you know, of course, going back to your story, your experiences with God. And that's yep. one of the spheres we could teach from. Yep. You know, is your personal experiences, right? Now, it's important that we don't use that sphere as absolute truth either. Sure. That your experiences experiences should always trace back to the Word of God. Yep. Let the Word of God speak for itself, and here's how it's impacted me. Mm-hmm. Right. Then from there, our personal experiences, um, you know, rooted in truth, can kind of go to this other sphere of sharing opinions and and advice. You know, things like that. But it should always trace back to the the truth of the gospel. You know, you knowing the word enough to where you could share it, apply it to your story and share it with other people. Because, again, the word of God will not return in void. You know, it's not in vain. Um, So always just, you know, keeping keeping the word of God fresh in your mind, because you don't you don't always have to say, well, according to Galatians 2.20, you know, you don't don't got to hit people with that kind of thing. Well, (laughs) what about those who think what about those who think? Uh, you know, I've done way, I've done so many bad things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm an addict. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a this. I'm a, you know, I drink. I do. Mm-hmm. What about those guys? This is where I always go back to why Jesus came. Is because it's it's for that. There's nothing mm-hmm. that you have done that Jesus didn't pay the price on the cross for. Yep. And because I always think to. And, you know, we, we could always trace back to your story. Well, I've done this too and this, you know, and the, but I don't, I, I don't think that is res, results in a lot of positive things. Sure. When somebody's like, well, I've done this. And then you can say, well, I did it too. And I'm, <laughs> I'm a Christian. You know, I, right. that doesn't quite work. I haven't had good results from that. But if I say, well, let's look at this together. Sure. Why did Jesus have to come? Always come back to him. Okay. He came for the lowest of the lowest, the worst of the worst. Let's talk about his disciples. Let's talk about the people in the Bible. Yep. You know, these, you know, Paul himself, when he was Saul, you know, he calls himself the worst of sinners, mm-hmm. you know. But coming back to, okay, what does that mean? Well, let's see who God is, right? God created man, man rejected him. He made a way for them to come back. And that's the God we serve. And he could give you hope. He could give you a fresh start. He could give you life and life to the fullest. Everything you've ever, you know, I mean, just start hitting these points like it's worth it. He, it's, yep. it's a breath of fresh air like you kind of said when your shoulders go (sighs) (laughs) you know so these people that think that they don't have a chance right what would you tell them just what what helps me is i can still remember all the bad things i've done in my life i try to forget them but it's hard for me to but the cool thing is the bible says that god literally forgets wrongs when we bring them to him that he drowns them in a sea of forgetfulness so when I come to him and I repent, uh, he's like, "Oh, hey, that's my child, pure mm. as pure as day," and that's that helps me uh, interpret that and 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 know that. And being a friend to that person who's saying, "Man, I don't think there's any hope for me. I've done this. I've done this." Well, let's let's walk through this together. Mm-hmm. It's not a one conversation fix. Too absolutely. That's really really important for us as Christians to understand because we cannot let the fear of failure hold us back from discipling someone else. Right. It's a journey. You know, hey man, I don't really have all the answers either. Let's 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 look at a couple stories in the Bible of guys who had no hope. Right. Let's let's just see how God worked in their lives. What do you think? Let's let's you do you have a Bible? I got a Bible. You know, let's meet tomorrow. 
you know, let's let's look at this. How about let's let's pop open Google. Who, yeah. Man in the Bible who had no hope. You know, I don't know. Like, but that's that's real life together. Yep. And that's that's oh, I don't I don't remember the name of what you call that kind of person, but it's like a truth seeker. <laughs> okay. You know, but like we have to be willing to not give a a quick fix. Right. You know, but like, hey, let's talk about it. I don't know. Yep. Let's be friends. You know. Like that's that's important. And remember too, it's not our reputation on the line. Right. Yep. We don't have to prove God to this person. You know, we like just like Dakota says though, yeah. I mean it's like you can tell him, Hey, test God for yourself. Yeah. Check him out, man. Mm-hmm. He's there. He he loves you. He's got mm-hmm. a, got a plan for you and Yeah. And here's a journal for you to write down some of your questions for God. Why 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 do you reject God? Write it down. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's go over this together. You know, pray about it, journal. Let's yeah, I mean like that that process is super important. Think about what it did in your own life, you know, with, with maybe skeptic skepticisms or whatever, like rejections you had of God yourself. Um, and what it meant to have that mentor or that person in your life that, Mm -hmm. that did that for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I don't know. (laughs) Two more questions, Alex. Bring it. What advice would you give to new dads? Not that question though. <laughs> <laughs> to, to new dads? To new to new dads. You've had some experience in the fatherhood realm. He's about to be a new dad again. Yeah. So I would really, because uh, it's scary, it's scary. So I would really focus on your habits. Make sure that you. Uh, are making sure that your habits are good habits because everything mm-hmm. you do from this point on is going to affect your family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, <clears throat> and you could let's say you you let's say you don't have a good habit. Mm. Name a bad habit. Smoking. Okay, so smoking. So <laughs> it's usually before my fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So smoking. So to break a bad habit, it's 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 a simple formula. You just have to practice daily to not smoke daily. You have to practice daily until it becomes a habit. <laughs> and then it's a habit to not smoke. Right. So, um, uh, you know, practice for those who don't wear your seatbelt, you know, practice daily that every time your butt hits the car, boom, you strap that seatbelt on and you'll notice that that after a while, I don't. Even, I'm not even thinking about strapping my seat. I just mm-hmm. do it naturally. Mm-hmm. So because it's a habit, so you, you're, you practice daily, whether it's smoking cigarettes or smoking whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, practice mm-hmm. daily to not smoke cigarettes or crack mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> until especially, it becomes yeah, especially <laughs> until it becomes a good habit. So. Pra- Practicing the positive of the negative. Right, right. The, so if uh, you're the opposite of it, if you're going to be a new father, um, <clears throat> you know, stock up on diapers. <laughs> Please change you, diapers. Too. You, you could never have enough diapers. Always carry baby wipes with you, no matter where you go. <laughs> Do you change your kids' diapers? Oh yeah, I met a what? guy. <laughs> so I was, I took my child out of church service, like during ser- church one time. Did yeah. you go change your diaper? Yeah. And, and brought her back in. And a guy approached me after church and said, hey, where'd you go with your kid during service? I'm like, what do you mean? I was changing a diaper. He's like, you change your kid's diaper? I'm like, yeah. He said, 
I've had three kids in my life, and I've never once changed any of their diapers. <clears throat> was he like, uh, and I have no idea who you're talking about, but just stereotypically, was he like a manly man? Nope. No? <laughs> that's usually, why, that's why it the... took me abroad. Is I was like, what? You're like what are you why did about? you make your wife change all of your kids' diapers? I remember when I first had my first kid, and I'm on YouTube, how to change a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, so put the diaper under there first. Oh, yeah, of course. So <laughs> I practiced yeah, they got to uh, be in it. <laughs> I practiced on teddy bears. Did you? No joke. <laughs> no no you... YouTube? Um, no. I, I my wife taught me. I remember it's like 3.30 in the morning. Where's my phone at? I need YouTube. <laughs> Maybe that's why he didn't change diapers. He didn't have YouTube. Didn't have then. YouTube growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Any advice you would give to new dads, Dakota? Just relax. Relax. Don't freak out. The freaking out is going to come naturally. Just relax. Yeah. If you have if you have girls, you're their first boyfriend. So I've used be that. sure to set the example high. And if you have sons, I have no idea. So. <laughs> Me either. Do something else, I guess. Good, good luck. Because you guys both have girls. Yeah. Oh. Well, we're no help if you have boys. <laughs> Get them involved in martial arts at a young age. And there you go. There I know it changed my life. There you go. There's some A1 advice. Yeah. Dakota, do you have one more question for Alex? Absolutely, I do. Um, all right, just to just kind of wrap everything up. Um, with faith, with with work, with habits, exercise. Um, on the surface, you are you're very successful. You have it all put together. Um, <laughs> as I said, on the surface, on the surface. I mean, we can all be vulnerable yeah. here on yeah, the yeah. podcast. Um, but here's just a question that that I think really wraps everything up. How do you balance um, all of that uh, in life? So, I got a good team. I got a very good team. I've been with my wife for going on 18 years. Holy cow, really? Yeah. Yeah. So you got married when you were 18? No, 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 no. I <laughs> I I started I started dating my wife when I was 14. Oh, there you go. And then we ended up getting married. That's awesome. Um, so 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 that helps. Um, <clears throat> that's probably something we could have talked about. I have a lot of experience in relationship. Uh, hey, we could do it on another episode, man. Yeah, yeah. I could talk relationships. I know a lot about female and male communication. And that's what a lot of things boil, boil down to is the communication between male and female. Uh, you know, we don't speak the same language for one. So, you know, you sure. got to understand that. Um, but, um, you know, back to your question, how do you balance it all? You can't, you can't procrastinate. Um, you can't... Um, I'm already failing. Good, good thing I need to embrace the failure. Uh, you know, you got to stay away from distractions. Focus on your goals. Um, you know, wh- that's super important. You know, having a goal. Um, uh, even writing in a journal. I write in my journal. The way I write in my journal is as if I've already done it. Oh, there you go. So rather than chasing something, I almost attract them to me. You know, I write in my my journal, uh, most everything I write in there isn't true yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. it's things You're that, proclaiming things. Yeah. Okay. You know, but, you know, everything's, everything's going great. You know, I, um, some things are true. You know, I love my wife more and more every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got mm. businesses that are f- uh, flourishing. Uh, you know, I'm the biggest donor, don- do- uh, donator in my church. You know, just things that, like, 
things that like I want to, to, to come towards me, kind of yeah. like the law of attraction. Um, so you got to stay focused on, on your goals. And believe me, I don't have it all together. Believe me, you know, once one winter of no snow and I just go crazy. You know, <laughs> uh, my whole my whole spider web of things just, just go, burns to flames. I don't know what to do. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, those are some keys, though. Don't procrastinate. Don't procrastinate. And, uh, you, you know, there's things there's things that you can start doing. Yeah. And then there's a lot of things that you can stop doing. Okay. Um, and and you'll know you'll know what you need to stop doing. You know. Right. Uh, you know, distractions are are bad. You know, it's like E versus E. You know, uh, education versus entertainment. How much inter- How much? How much time are you giving entertainment? Wow. You know, whereas how much time are you giving education? You ask, do I invest? And I say, oh yeah. <laughs> you know why? I'm not even talking about money. I'm talking sure. about investing in knowledge in my brain. Sure, investing yeah. your time. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, you know, <clears throat> in my downtime, you know, as we know, we've had a very mild winter. So in my downtime, I've been putting myself through school. There you go. Uh, but not traditional school. Sure. Uh, you know, I I bought courses online that you just that you that you you know it's like literally it's like a hundred hours of, of watching videos and taking notes and and it, the non traditional schooling. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know things to keep you keep you going towards your goal, keep you focused. Um, yeah. Does that? No man. Does it that does. Help? I think I think really. Um, you're kind of explaining that it's a mindset specifically in yeah, balancing all this stuff. It's, it's, it's habitual. It's making uh, uh, choices on purpose and it's getting in the right, right mindset daily. Mm-hmm. Your habits. Yeah. What it all comes down to is your habits, your choices. Uh, you know, you got two, you got two voices in your head. The one that's like, Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's easy. And sure. you got the one that's like, <laughs> this is going to be miserable waking up at 5:30 in the morning to go swimming. You know? <laughs> but that's uh, good. But you know if you you listen you listen to you, you got to listen to one or the other. Yeah. Which one do you want to listen to? You, you know, know what voices I want to listen to? Uh <laughs> the cross choke voices in my ear. <laughs> hey man, bring I, like, I love Where is the same <laughs> Well, Alex, anything else that you would like to share with us before we have you? I think I, th- you know, nothing off. We the hit it all. Head. I think, yeah, yeah. I think we had a. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, you know, uh, <clears throat> a lot of people think they can't move forward because they're past. This is a key note that I had in my notes. <laughs> of all the notes I had, this is the one I'm looking. <laughs> uh, but um, you can't let your past hold you back. You know, uh, the way it was explained to me was. <clears throat> Imagine you're, you're in your house, and everything in your house is your past. And your house catches fire, mm-hmm. and all you have is a suitcase. Just grab those things. Grab the things that you can fit in your suitcase. Everything else, let it burn. You know, don't, don't think that you're not forgiven. Don't think that, you're, yeah. that, you're, that your past is going to, oh, I can't do that because I'm this, or I've done that because I'm this. Sure. Or I've been there because... Don't do that, man. Hack your brain. Hack your brain. Hack your brain to where, to where, you just <clears throat> adversity. If you're going through adversity, good. <laughs> Enjoy. It. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I'm not saying like, like, like. What I'm saying is, don't, don't stress, bro. Like, you're going through adversity. You're building those calluses on your brain. You're making your your 
your mind harder. That's cool. You know? That's a good thought to think about. Yeah. I like it. Not mine, but. <laughs> <laughs> Calloused brain. Well, we're going to end this podcast with something a um, little, well, little different. We're going to skip ahead right to book of the week. Hey, when you look into it, you got to look into it. Look uh, into it. I'm when you look into, into it. it. Yay. <laughs> Alex, you are a, a crazy book reader. Right. Yeah. Um, audible books are everywhere. Mm-hmm. You got journals. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the honors of this week's book of the week. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> oh, this is, of course. This is super challenging because yeah. there's so many good books out there. We'll let you break the rules. You could you could give a couple. Okay. Want. Okay. Cool. No more than seven though. <laughs> if, if you're a beginner reader, and you're I a am. beginner like, oh, and you're a beginner like life change like if you're in a if you're ready for a change and you're a beginner at, at just like doing things, like hacking your brain and you want to you want to be you want to be on that next chapter in your life and you want to get a good start, read Grant Cardone's 10x. Uh, I read that. Did you like it? Yes. Yes, Grant Cardone, uh, the 10x rule. Mm. Um, if you're a little if you're a little advanced and you 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 know you want to lean towards the financial side of things and you want to get your finances kind of in order uh rich dad poor dad i feel so intelligent that i've read both of these books nice (laughs) nice and i've only read at least three three books books (laughs) (laughs) a great start if you if you need motivation you want a book that's going to make you laugh and smile i'm going to say there's two books here one of them is living with a seal with jesse itzler uh, it's a guy who invited a Navy SEAL to come live with him, and he wrote a book about it, and it's super motivational, dude, with this SEAL. He said uh, he's, he's, he agreed to the terms that, yes, he'll come live with him under one condition. You do everything that I say. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a Navy SEAL. Um, and then if you also want – if you're on the hardcore side of things and you want some uh, uh, motivation, I'm talking about hardcore motivation. Just to give you an example – the first time, the most, the longest I've ever run in my entire life was three miles. And then I read this book and I read, I, I ran 10 miles. Holy cow. Yeah. Cause of this book. Cause I'm like, yep, yep. This book is, you know, is telling me the right things. I pretty much, I ran the, the treadmill automatically kicks you off after an hour. It'll shut after an hour of running on a treadmill. You're done. So I, I ran five miles after an hour and then I'm like, Let's do it again. That's where I was at with this dude. And I I was like, how tired are you really? Let's do this again. And that is Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Yes. Yeah. He'll get you going. And I haven't read that, but I've watched a couple of his videos on YouTube. Oh, his book. His book goes in depth. And if if you're going to do, don't, I wouldn't read his book. Uh, I would, do you have Audible? I would get on Audible and it's, you get, if you get a free book, if you've never been on Audible. If you are an Audible, then you know that you get a coin each month. Use your coin on Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. And then, uh, yeah, those are... Those That's are, good. Those are three awesome, awesome books. That's a good arsenal. Did I say three or were there four books? I, I think I, there was four. I think there was at least four. There. Four, Yeah, four books. Yeah, you didn't hit seven. But at least three of them are good is what he said. <laughs> oh, no, no. They're, they're all four. He goes, wait, hold on. Let me... Here's another one. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I'm looking through my library, and I'm just like, good, 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 good. Well, A-Train... Uh, the Dark Knight himself. We really appreciate you joining us, bro. Thank you so much for, for inviting me, man. Anytime I'll be here. Anytime. Yeah, you got it. Well, Dakota, 
I do have a question for yeah. Alex. Yes, sir. Alex, what song do you prefer to walk out to when you fight? <laughs> Should I play it? What is it? I mean, you can. You know, you can play it. Is it the it Lux, Lux uh, the violin one? Is it? Or is it Get Your Gloves? That, yeah, 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 you know. It's a country song. A country I, I have song. it on me. I'll, I'll put it on. Get ready to fight. <laughs> I don't like that motion. Well, he's okay. So here's the funny. Are you story. are you buttering up a turkey? <laughs> so we Zach, were, did you just we see were it was at one of the one of our outreaches in Lewistown, I believe, and you know we set up a cage in the youth room, and Alex was one of the fighters that night, and so we're like, what do you want? You know, we had our walkout songs, everything. We tried to make it like a mini production. And I was like, all right, what is your walkout song? And so he played this song. <laughs> it's called The Fight, I believe. And somewhere well, appropriate in, title. Somewhere in there, you know, it's a kind of a country song, and I absolutely hate country, but it's not that bad. It's like by a Navy SEAL guy or something. And uh, he loves his country, things like that. And, and somewhere in the chorus, he's like, put your gloves on. And Alex is like, pretending that he's putting his gloves on. Like so, cowboy, huh? Well, well, this song I, I met. So this is Pete Scobell. He was a Navy SEAL for 22 years, and I met him. Oh, cool! And, he's, and he gave and uh, gave me a CD. And so this uh, is a super personal song to you, then. Uh, well, uh, in that regard, super gets me going. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I like it, man. Now, here's the most it. important question, though: Does it get other people going? Who cares? Who <laughs> 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 <Okay>. cares? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, you want to hear it? You know how, like, Scarab gets us going? Yes. That's, That's his, his Scarab. <laughs> I'm ready to get punched in the face. When I Dude, hear he's that like, he's like, let's go. Oh, well, I good. really regret when I was fighting not being aggressive. Mm. Like, like I was always like, okay, come, come at me, bro. But I, if I ever get back in the ring, I'm gonna be the one being aggressive. I, I was always, I think you yeah. should. Like, I was always worried about like, cause I boxed, and <clears throat> the boxing gloves weigh 16 ounces on each hand, right? So yep. by the third round. You're just better off to just get punched in the face than hold your hands up and block the punches. I'm not even kidding. It's exhausting. So I was really worried about that in MMA. So I was always like, all right, conserve your energy. Get then, punched a couple then, times. Yeah, well, yeah. And then, and then, you know, save your energy. And then in the third round, you know, let it all out. And then. Then he'd lose in the second. And then I'd lose in the second. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's been my mentality with BJJ and rolling. You know, is to be the tempo creator. That's been that's been my whole mentality because as I've trained for, I don't know however long now, like twenty two years, it's you know, you you learn techniques, you know, you retain as much as you can, apply them to your game, and just do that over and over, right? You learn, apply, learn, apply, learn, apply. You know, and that continues constantly, but there comes kind of a point where it becomes a timing issue or whose timing is better. Cause let's say, you know, the same techniques I do, who's going to get it first, you know? And if I find, if I am making you reactive to me, that's the tempo and I'm dictating the match. Right. I should have learned that when I was fighting. And that's, and the only way I've learned that is through failure. 
you know, is through being the, the lax guy, maybe the guard puller, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the guy who's overly just jacked and gets caught, you know. But if you are a technical tempo pusher, I would put my money on that guy, mm-hmm. you know, if you're technical and initiating, you know, that, but that takes risk. That takes a little bit of, okay, I'm going to put myself out here a little bit in a conservative manner, sure. but guess what? I'm going to be dictate every aspect of this match. So that's my fight mentality. That's for free. <laughs> next, next one's going to cost you. <laughs> oh, um, we didn't even talk about risk. Risk. Oh, <laughs> All right. So a quick intermission. We'll be back for the next two hours. <laughs> well, Alex, we love you, bro. Love yes. you too, man. Yeah, Thank you. Guys, you and uh, yeah, you guys rock. Mate. Thanks for having oh, me. Oh, you do, man. You no, come, come on. You know you rock. You want to start a business with me? <laughs> I I had the uh, <clears throat> I had the the shiny toilet syndrome. Like as an entrepreneur, yeah. Uh, you know, you start like, oh, I can make money over here. I can make money doing this. <laughs> yeah. I can make money doing this. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And you're just like, oh. that was really hard to stop. And then I was like, okay, focus. Put your time and energy on three things, you know, or two things, two or three things, and just focus on that. Yeah, you could make money anywhere, and and you can, mm-hmm. you know, you get. It's yeah, yeah. Dakota, Dakota, and I are actually starting a pyramid scheme. Yeah, gourmet <laughs> ice pops. Okay. I will buy a package of ice pops. Okay, uh, you'll love this. How much is that? That's like fifty ice pops for like two dollars, right? Yeah. Now I'll sell you an ice pop for fifty cents, or. I'll sell you a gourmet ice pop for a dollar, and it has whipped cream on it. There you go. There you go. That's not a. That's that's capitalism. That's not a. That's not a, a pyramid scheme, though. Um, that's not, that's not like a Bernie Matt. See, but I will sell you. <laughs> I will go buy the popsicles and the whipped cream, and I'll sell it to you, for ten dollars, and then I get ten percent of all of your all of your gains. Is that you still know, capitalism? I think so. Yeah. I think you it know, is. You know they do that. Hang it! I'm with, trying to start a pyramid scheme. I can't even do that, right? They 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 do that with bananas. Like they slap the organic sticker on bananas. Well, all bananas are, orga- <laughs> are organic. <laughs> you know, because they okay. don't go through a process. Gourmet bananas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a business. I don't know if I'd start it though. <laughs> Zach, do you have a verse that will wrap? today's podcast up sure i don't know the reference off the top of my head but this verse just came to mind and i think it's been one of ours actually before Ah, but i feel like this is appropriate you know we've talked a lot about business uh management things like that stewardship really i mean all these things is whatever you do do it under the lord as Mm -hmm. if you're working for him and not for people i'll find that later do you know what, what the last time we used that one last time we had a guest on was the podcast. that isaiah <laughs> hey, see here's the thing with me referencing scripture is most of the time i don't remember where right. in the world it is but i know it's in there yeah <laughs> it seems like a corinthians verse or Galatians. you know you know why we're like that because uh, we have the internet yeah we're I'm not just forced to remember where it's at so hey dakota would you fill like another 10 seconds while i find this just go ahead anything go ahead fill a 10 10 seconds go, go, oh, we can talk risk i've lost eight <laughs> pounds this week <laughs> this week since sunday bro that's that's too fast well dude that's why i'm telling you i have to like i have to slow my pace because the last time so from may to 
September, I lost almost 90 pounds. And so I went to the doctor and they're like, so yeah, your gallbladder is not good. And uh, you probably should like keep it, like slow it down a little bit. Right, right, right. Well, how tall are you? 6'2". Okay, so because you're over 5'10", you get six pounds for every uh, inch that you're over five foot. Five foot. Okay, then I'm 6'3". So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so if you're 6'2", you get, si- you get six pounds for every inch that you're over five feet. So how, how much are you over five feet? Let's see, 12, 13, 14 inches over five? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, quick maths. So six times, <laughs> six times 70, uh, 72. Six times 14 is 72. Or what? Uh, 70 something. I stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs> six times 14 is 88. Six times 14. 84. Oh, dang. <clears throat> so, so, uh, 184, and then you multiply out by 10. So, you could edit this out, right? What? <laughs> 1,000 he says you will and then yeah. he won't 1,840 yeah so that's how many calories you're burning doing nothing perfect yeah doing nothing digesting so I mean that's what I'm saying dude I'm only I'm, right now I've been consuming about nine, nine hundred, a thousand calories a day so that's how I've lost <laughs> just dude that's what I just ate before the podcast <laughs> well well the thing is like what when I'm, I'm eating unhealthily I'm eating like like three, four thousand calories a like, day. Like, think of a box of Pop Tarts in. Well, remember when I was popcorn. eating that popcorn? You eat until you're full? Uh, past that. <laughs> and that's. <laughs> dude, no, seriously, that's a mindset that I was trained, like, as a kid. Right. Like, you want more food? Eat more food. Instead of, this is a portion size. And so I've had to retrain my body. And Back so I've been on this journey because this summer mm. I was like, okay. I'll eat healthily. That means starving myself Mm-mm. pretty much. And so I lost all this weight. And then I was like, great. Now I got to lose my organs too. Mm. And so I got really scared. I gained back. I was two, uh, I was 232 pounds after I lost my gallbladder. And I got all the way back up to 280 pounds. This was since last May. And so now I'm at uh, 265, which is not healthy, but like – you're in the heavyweight so, division of the UFC now. I, you you made it. I look like those guys too. You know they have to be below 265. Really? I didn't know that. I thought you could be anyway. It's capped off at 265. Wow. Did you ever see that book that I wrote on losing weight? <clears throat> you wrote a book? <clears throat> yeah. That should have been our book of the week. <laughs> yeah. You no, wanna, it's not, it's, not, it's on a I think I've seen it. Yeah, I could email it to you. Yeah. Uh, it's like a like a like a essay style mm-hmm. PDF kind mm-hmm. of thing, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I could. I think I have it somewhere in the depths of my documents. I wonder if I could. I could throw that in as like a. Can if I, if it's on a PDF, can we like can we like put I can it, attach turn it, it into a social. link? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. let's. Absolutely. I'll send it. I'll send it to Zach, and it's. I I would. I'd really. I'm not sure what you're doing. Dakota might benefit from that. Yeah, I really want Excuse you me. to. It's. I put. I put. My. Everything you need to know, bro, to do it the healthy way, and it's it's 100 percent. All you need. I, I dig it. I promise. Yeah, and it's only like it. nine pages long. You know, I don't know, man. <laughs> He's only read three books. Is it, is it at least a, at least three? Is well, it, is get it on ready audible? to add four. Is it on Audible? <laughs> <laughs> it's just thirty seconds long. Can, can you get it with a coin? So, <laughs> so it'll be in your top five favorite books. <laughs> that's right. That's actually that's actually right. 
But anyways, good. that's that's why I'm at where I'm at. Colossians three twenty three, by the way. Yes, Lord. I wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah, NLT version is work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Yes. May, may that define. You know, a big word for me has been stewardship. I mentioned it a minute ago. You know, but like, yeah, just to steward everything, steward yeah. your health, steward your passion. You know, it's okay to be passionate. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was this guy at Men's Breakfast the other day talking about like, we, we've been going through Oswald Chambers devotionals. You know, his utmost for, uh, utmost for his highest. Yeah. And in one of them, he's talking about our passions being laid down in the context of unto the Lord. Oh, yeah. But that does not mean your passions are wrong. You know, if you're passionate about cars, if you're passionate about finances, if you're passionate about music, you know, all these things, you know, MMA, you know, whatever. Sure. Is, it's, it's a stewardship of that passion yes. that changes everything about it. So if, if we see everything in our day-to-day activities, our mind, everything, as a way of saying, okay, God, how can I glorify you with this? Mm-hmm. That'll change everything about your life. And I think really take you to that next level of your relationship with God is stewardship of, of even typing, you know, whatever. I mean, just social mm-hmm. media, how can you use it? You know, all those things. And so that verse is, is one I always hold near and dear to my heart is whatever you do, do it as if you're doing it for God rather than for people. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> and that will prevent you from sitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it keeps you on the right track. I yeah. mean, you're, you're, and, and okay, here's one, okay, this one's going to cost you. No, I'm just kidding. Here's one more free thing is I think we waste a lot of time in the vicious cycle of resetting after sin. You know, we do really well. We fall off the wagon, whatever that is, whether your devotion to God is all of a sudden you're like, man, I haven't read my Bible in three months. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever that is. Then you have to kind of reset. You know, it's a story of Israel constantly. Sure. I mean, they go to God, they hate God. They go to God, they hate God. You know, this cycle. It's like, why do we keep doing that? But I think that is is part of this is a consistent dependence upon God, dedicating ourselves to him, which will keep us from wasting time in this never getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I, I hate that in my own life. It's sure. like, man, I want to be where I'm not. You know, how do I yep. get here? You know, but what? you will always be like that. Yeah, and there is a level of perfection that we won't reach in this life. But again, this progress idea. Yeah. Just talking, and we should be focused yeah. on that point too. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just, just purely talking progress. Sure. You know, if we're to make progress, get over yourself. Mm-hmm. Stop sinning. You know, of course we sin. You know, we sin all the time. We sin daily. You know, but but these things that we know, it goes back to to replacing the negatives with positives. Mm-hmm. So often, I think we could we, we we get this mentality that I could hang on to what's holding me back and just add on these good things, these good habits. You know, but it doesn't quite work like an ice cream cone. You know, it, it's gonna tip eventually, but sure. you gotta you gotta get rid of the crap and replace it with good. And I think that's the trick of, of dying to self daily. How can I get rid of the stuff that's holding me back and reach my goals by replacing, not adding on? That's good. You know. Did you just say crap on the podcast? Crap, crap, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Did, you can't say bomb on a plane. What did you say on the podcast that one time? And, oh, you said douche. Oh, yeah. Am, like, I, am I allowed I to say, say that? Yeah. Am I allowed to say douche? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. Well, for like the fourth time. Thanks, Alex. For yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah. we just might as well have a bonus episode or something. Nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> or... 
McNuggets of Wisdom, something like that. How was your coffee? It was good, thank you. Dakota, did you finish yours? Oh, man. So we, we went from one extreme to the other. Last last episode, episode 8, we recorded at like 5 a.m., it felt like. <laughs> and right now we're almost hitting midnight. <laughs> Which also feels like 5 a.m. Ah, time's irrelevant. All right, well, thank you. Remember to leave us a, a review on your podcast service of choice, and we'll catch you next time. Next time. Next Generation Services. Next Generation Services is a great name and number to have saved in your phone. If you're looking for a trusted landscape company in Butte, then look no further. They offer many services ranging from decorative concrete curbing, tree trimming, snow removal, and all your landscaping needs. Always setting the standard for professionalism and always just one phone call away. Check them out at ButteLandscapers.com. Thank you so much for listening to season two of Cross Choke. It was a blast creating this episode, and we hope you enjoyed listening. Submit any fun questions, inquisitive comments, serious requests, or hilarious stories to tflministries.com slash podcast. Feel free to follow Zach at Ando Butte and myself at South Free Day. Have an amazing day and join us next time on Cross Choke. So first, we just wanted to mention, uh, and first, well, <laughs> that's going at the end of the podcast. <laughs>